Well, it is Drop the Subject. It's Wednesday. I'm Allie Johnson. Very happy to be with you as always. And James Simmons, Dr. James Simmons, not here today, but I'm very happy with who I'm looking at on the Zoom right now. I haven't seen you in forever. Justin Martindale, comedian and friend of Channel Q. How the hell are you? I am doing so great. It is so awesome to be here. You asked, you texted me yesterday and you're like, hey, do you want to? And I was like, yes. And I didn't even know, I didn't even know what the question was just because I've been in my underground bunker for the past five months. So just any sort of opportunity, I was like, I'll do it. And you were like, yeah. are you sure? And I'm like, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we'll move through the bases pretty quickly. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you're willing to do anything. Well, um, I, wa- I wanted to just also catch up and see how the hell you've been, because I haven't talked to you since all of this went down, pretty much. I remember us casually having conversations about coronavirus mm-hmm. in, like, February. And, I mean, I always think, I mean, I've been talking to a lot of comedian and stand-up comic friends and just how tough it is to not be out there and be live and be in front of an audience is just, I mean, I know so many comedians who that's just, like, a part of their lifeblood. Yeah. And how, how has it been not having that? I mean, it's you, you kind of, you kind of roll with it. I mean, it did, it did really hit me hard because all of my tour dates got canceled, you know, all the comedy clubs everywhere got shut down. So it kind of became a, well, what can I do to kind of fill that void? And I've just been, um, growing out my toenails and (laughs) matching my socks um, no, I, I've been doing, you know, like an IG live every night, Monday through Friday on my Instagram. And I've also been, uh, working on a, uh, YouTube channel called TikTok where I, you know, review, you know, the TikToks of the week or whatever. So just sort of having that creativity is still good, but yes, it is, it is kind of a, uh, my comedian friends and I, we've all been kind of talking like, so do you think it's, we're going to like get back to work and I'm like oh, <laughs> like ever you silly fool no <laughs> like so well it is you're it, trying to make the yeah. best out of a horrible situation but I feel like that's everybody and once you can put that in your head of like oh wait I'm not alone in this yeah then you're you can be okay <laughs> Yeah, I mean, at first when this was all happening, it was people like Jessica Biel telling me everything was going to be okay and that we're not alone. Jessica Biel always does that. She's (laughs) She's so that's a year-round thing. Sneaky that Biel. (laughs) But I mean, you do have to have a support system, and and Mm -hmm. is it frustrating knowing that if you lived in Sweden, you probably would be back to work by now? I mean, yes. And it would be, and it would also be Sweden. So, you know, so not only are you getting like, oh, we're all healthy and gorgeous, but we're also in Sweden. It's just, God, it's like Ikea in the wild year round. (laughs) It's just mom dressers everywhere you look. I remember watching an Oprah episode and they were talking about like healthcare in Sweden and how women just like leave their children in strollers on the streets and go into stores and like, it's okay. Yes. Yeah. And they don't have like they they don't have a lot of police. Everyone's just no. kind of like, hey, how's it going? And yeah. everything's just kind of fine. Yeah. Ugh. yeah. Oh, to be in Sweden. Well, we're not. It's uh, I mean, it, it, it is tough because you look at, uh, uh, you know, the U.S. compared to all of these other countries and you always see the graph. I mean, usually the one, U.S. Allie. is that we're number one. I know. 
But we're always number one in the graphs for good reasons. Uh-huh. Now we're in, it's like, oh, you know, the economy and blah, 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 and all the other things and trade and blah. But then to see us at the top of a graph for the worst reason ever is you're kind of like, no, but oh, worst now we're like a scab. I know, but worst is good. Up is down. Right is left. Left is right. Like that's. Hello, yeah. get on board. We're doing great. Everything's fine. <laughs> We're like the best. Like, come on yeah. now. We certainly are. Uh, well, we have an exciting show planned. I'm mm-hmm. excited to have Justin Martindale with us all show long. We will talk about some of the things that the President of the United States said in his Rose Garden address. We uh. will also play... Uh, a new game. Very excited for that. It's also the GMA. It's Wednesday, so we will learn about each other today. And we'll play another <laughs> round of Who's the Worst, where we give you two stories of people doing crappy things, and you must guess who is the worst. Um, and it seems as though someone came out of the closet again, which is strange uh, because finally. I thought everyone was coming out in, in Pride Month. But I guess maybe maybe it's because of COVID. You can just blame everything on COVID and say people don't know what day it is anymore so they're right. just like i'm coming out there was somebody else uh, oh the guy from walk the moon came out and was like on the last day of pride month and it was like july 10th and we were like mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just like you can't um, just come out on july 10th sir <laughs> <laughs> i mean and think that it's the final day of pride month but i think that i mean today is tax day this is one of the strangest things ever to be talking about other than in july where it's actually tax day but I, I bet many people will not know that and not file their taxes because they're like i don't know it's COVID. i thought that it was august by now yeah and also i still thought it was march like time has going it's going by so quickly and so slowly at the same time we need to play that madonna song time goes by, goes by so, slowly. so slowly you know she was she was really ahead of her time she you really know? Was. i believe she says tiktok in that song a lot too no she's making her now she's making her kids dance for her <laughs> dance children dance dance children Dance for diversity. All right. When we come back, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. This is one of the headlines you never want to see in the morning. Where you get, I, I get these. <laughs> it's either that get, or anything else. <laughs> yeah. I get these news briefs in the morning and it's like, Ruth Bader Ginsburg's in the hospital. And I was like, ah! So we will talk about what it is, what, what's going on, what it means. Is RBG okay? We'll talk about it next. Drop the subject. The new channel Q. Drop the subject with Allie Johnson and comedian Justin Martindale is joining me all show long. Very excited to have you, Justin. I'm so excited to be here-ish. I think that we have an unspoken rule on this show that everyone who I chat with on the air needs to have a name that starts with a J. Absolutely. That is the protocol and we are sticking with it. And Corona (laughs) can't take it from us. (laughs) Um. We were also chatting off the air about how the word of the year, I I really Uh, do think we should do formal predictions of what the word of the year is going to be, because there's just so many. It could be cancel, Mm -hmm. it could be cases, it could be lockdown, Mm -hmm. or it could be entanglement. Uh, That seems to be a great new excuse now, is just say you got in an entanglement with somebody or something, or or, and that's your excuse. That's your new apology. Who knew Jada Pinkett Smith would come up with the word that just embodies 2020 because it's <laughs> it's sexy it's mischievous it's like a lockdown you're like are we going anywhere i don't know 
Where do you, uh, where do you want uh, me to go? Just stay, just stay inside. Yeah. You want to get kinky? You want to wear a mask? What do you want to do? Like an entanglement. Oh, no, you're stuck. You got to go this yeah. way now. Mm-hmm. Oh, I want to get close to you, but not too close, like six feet away. Oh, we're entangled. Yeah. And it's, it's like just, you're stuck in a bunch of bed sheets all year yeah, long. Yeah, just entangled in your sheets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she nailed it. Yeah. And she, really did. she had an entanglement with August and next month is August. So what are the chances? <laughs> is there some guy named September that we're going to learn about next I month? I hope so. Be, I would love it. Ugh. Um, there are certain names when you see them trending when you wake up in the morning that makes your heart skip a beat, uh, skip a beat, and and Ruth Bader Ginsburg is one of those people. Correct. I would also place Betty White on that list for me, and I'm like, oh my god, oh it's her birthday, um, <laughs> dead or birthday or canceled mm-hmm. is pretty much like the three scenarios that you're going to get on Twitter when it's just one person's name, and so Ruth Bader Ginsburg was was uh, trending today because she has been hospitalized. Don't panic. Don't panic. Too late. Too late. She's she's okay. She apparently has a possible infection. She is now resting comfortably and will stay in the hospital for a few days to receive intravenous antibiotic treatment. And I didn't know that she was only 87. Only 87? I thought she was like 100. I... I don't know why. I just thought she was like in her 90s at least. Well, yeah, because she does that. I Here's the thing. She has to stay alive. And if we're all on like home quarantine lockdown, she needs to be on like five of those. Yeah. And it's just there are certain people where, and I've said this before, <clears throat> they just need to have stay at home orders that are not subject to any county or mm-hmm. state. It's just individual people get stay at home orders for our sake, like for our own well-being. Yeah. Like Maggie Smith, you have stay at home orders until further notice. Yeah. Ruth Bader Ginsburg, you. stay at home like all the time. Just wear your Supreme Court judge robe. We're not wearing pants. We know you aren't either. It's fine. <laughs> right. You know, this is that's also another possible uh Word for 2020, the the pantsless, pantsless. because that's how everybody's Ugh. been, and I'm okay with it. I thought that we had all agreed as a society that once we start going back to work, uh, we would not be wearing real pants yeah. anymore. I'm all for a pantsless entanglement. And <laughs> here's the thing with RBG: this woman needs to just be wrapped in bubble wrap at all costs. And if the inevitable happens, which I hope it doesn't anytime soon, we are going to weekend Bernie's that woman everywhere <laughs> we go until November. Like I am She's not just sitting there in those pictures yeah. where it's like, cause all those pictures look very eighties movie cover mm-hmm. anyway, where it's like the picture of the nine justices. Yeah. It's just, just her like chilling sunglasses. in a seat yeah. <laughs> with a little mallet in her hand. Absolutely. RBG, you got this girl. Like stop, <laughs> stop getting sick. Take your vitamin C, take your zinc, take your, drink your bleach. You know, sure. All of it. And whatever, whatever you need to do, she knows it too. She knows that everybody is looking to her like, please, 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 Ruth, make it, make it happen. Keep it going. And she's like, they have those little videos of her like bench pressing Mm -hmm. and, you know, like five pounds being like, I got to stay alive. And it must be a lot of, yeah, yes. (laughs) But it's probably a lot of pressure for her because she's like, literally everybody is looking at me 
going, please, at least, you know, till we get into a safe zone here, don't don't let anything happen to you because we cannot take another appointed Supreme Court justice on behalf of the Trump administration. Exactly. And what if she's just trying to keep us all on our toes? Like, hey, tell them I'm sick again. And when she does it, they send the tweet out. She just dabs and you hear the air horn. Like, (laughs) you know, (laughs) she's like, tell them I'm sick again. Hey, I got a fever. No, no. She's like, I don't get them to vote. (laughs) psych vote bitches (laughs) that's what she's got to do all right when we come back there we've been talking about scams all week i got i almost got scammed uh oh no what no when we get back we're actually going to talk about lockdowns we are going to talk about scams so that's going to be a little later when we get back there's been a lot of talk and rumor about a possible second lockdown australia is already entering a second lockdown and how would your second lockdown be different from your first would you even do it we'll talk about that next Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject with Allie Johnson and Justin Martindale, comedian, friend. Unemployed. Unemployed. (laughs) Credit risk. Um, Very happy to have you. And we... You know, when you when you try to get caught up on everything, the state of what's open, what's closed, you know, Gavin Newsom making many announcements earlier in the week about shutting things down again. And you start freaking out about a potential second lockdown, Mm -hmm. uh, a possible second stay at home order or safer at home order or any of the other terminology that they like to use. Australia entering a second lockdown already. Uh, so much talk of a second wave and what it means. And it, it got me thinking about how how would your second lockdown be different than your first? I mean, the first one, it, it's sort of like having, I mean, I don't know what it's like to have kids, but I would imagine like having your first pet or having your first baby being like, whoa, this is a whole new world. I don't know what's going on. What am I supposed to do? How many days in a row can I wear my sweats? Uh, okay, now it's week three and I still have, I've, like I've, I've cleaned my apartment. I've cleaned my house. Now what? I guess I'll start making bread. And then it's just all one moment after the other of kind of figuring it out as you go. Now, if we were to go into a second lockdown, how would yours be different than the first one? Now that you know what the first one is like, how would you do it over? Um, I would pretty much be doing what I'm doing now, but I'd be more aggressive with other people. Like I'm just <laughs> kind of fed up now. Mm-hmm. Like it's like, remember it was like, so May it was like, Oh, the soft opening, we're getting back to normal. And then like this week it was like, JK, everything's closed again. But in that span of time, I would be walking around. I've been wearing a mask since March. Like I've been doing everything right. I know how to follow rules and it baffles and shocks and appalls me at the same time that I can go anywhere and just see people just not caring just like, whatever. And I do it now, like when I'm walking, I'll like see people without a mask on or something. I'm like, that's yeah, fine. No, we're, you're more important. It's fine. And I talk to them like that because that's, oh, nice. it's disrespectful. It's so disrespectful. So going into the second wave, I'm just kind of like, I'm doing everything that I can. I know that I'm doing right. But if I see you acting a fool, I'm going to let you know to your face. I'm going to be the anti-Karen. <laughs> well, you would be talking to the Karens of the world, I all the ones be, who said they have yes. medical conditions and that's why they don't need to wear a mask. I'm going to be the masked Karen. I'm going to be the 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 non-binary Karen in the bushes <laughs> calling the police. Cape. Yeah, calling the police on on women and people not wearing masks. <laughs> no, no, it, it you make a good point because I think that all of the events of 2020 have completely 
like they've caused all of us to lose our filter Uh and we're all in this raw state where we're just like, yeah, if you see something you don't like, there's no formality anymore of like, this is might not be the right thing to say. Like that, that doesn't exist anymore. You're just like, what are you doing? Yeah. Straight up to your face, straight up. And you know what, you know what? I, my pet peeves have changed a lot as well. My pet peeves would normally be like, you know, watching someone try to have a conversation with their mouth full of food or something. That was so, you know, 2019. <laughs> now it's having the mask Seeing their mouth around, at all. Seeing, yeah, having the mask around their chin. Uh, yeah. Or like just below their nose. Below I'm just like, the nose. What, what's the point? What are you doing? Or Why hanging from one ear. Hanging from one ear. Uh, yeah, you, or you're Or jogging, right. jogging, jogging full huff. Just, I'm like, uh, trash. I I have gone on a couple of runs since this happened, and I am so conscious of keeping my mouth closed and seeming Mm -hmm. like I'm not exerting any any energy when I'm walking by. Like I I do the fan out, I fan out into the street, Mm -hmm. and then I close my mouth and I just go. (laughs) I'm trying as much as possible to just keep it all. Keep it all in, man. Don't. And I I try not to exert myself too much because you don't want to be in a situation where you're huffing and puffing around another person. Of course, I'm making sure I'm not around other people in general, but it's it's frustrating. And I remember when they first some of the stores first started requiring masks to enter the store. And I saw a guy. It was a Target or something. Everyone was wearing masks inside because they literally were checking before you walked in. Yeah. And then I see at the back and the food's always in the back. And I see this guy with his mask in his hand looking at, you know, whatever cereal box he wanted to buy. And I was like, you put on a mask to walk yeah. into the store and then you hid in the aisles and took your mask off. Trash. Like, God. Like, what is the point? What, what is what the point? What's the point? Anyway. Oh, are you fooling us? Right. I'm like, hi. And you're not distancing. Anyway. I think that my lockdown, my second lockdown would be different because the first round was about puzzles. It was about sending, you know, doing little tasks at home, like little vision boards and crap like that. I think that I would develop an entire new skill. Like I would go, I would go into like the most annoying instrument to learn for my neighbors. I'd go, I'd go like tuba or flute or stand up bass. Yeah. A piccolo maybe. I would take up a whole separate separate skill set. And I would also probably just try and get the F out of my apartment and mm-hmm. fly off to some place where I, you know, you read all those stories where it's like, these people have been stuck in Barbados since February. And you're like, that sounds awesome. Like, I want to make myself that person. Yeah. Well, you've, you can do it, girl. I believe in you. I just, but I just have to time it properly. I have to randomly fly to Barbados within 24 hours of the lockdown. <laughs> True. <laughs> so it just takes a little bit of cunning and a little bit of planning. When we come back, Closet Watch, don't go anywhere. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject with Allie and Justin Martindale hanging with me today. And you can always interact with the both of us at DTS Show on Twitter and on Instagram. You can also call. What is it again, Jesse? It's a three oh three two three eight six daddy. That's the daddy line. That's right. You can call and leave your voicemails. You can also vent. You can do anything you want with that phone line, um, within reason, of course. We just got a little bit of breaking ish news to let you know that, unfortunately, for some, so easy. Uh, Kanye West has yep. 
allegedly reportedly dropped out of the 2020 race. I know. And the best part of this whole thing is that he's out of running for president is the first one. I think the second one is that (laughs) Anthony Scaramucci is just dragging him because this run lasted for a hot, hot 11 days. Um, which is the exact time that Anthony Scaramucci was in office, not office up. Who's was in office? No, he was in an office. Wasn't he the, he was the White House communications director. But that's not office. He was just that guy. Yeah, he was just one of the guys. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And so he is now coining the phrase Kanye out Scaramucci'd him. So Scaramucci <laughs> is like the new Santorum, I guess. Right. Well, you know, I think that it takes about 11 days, too, for medication to kick back in, which is mm-hmm. another another theory. Right. Was that he was having a bipolar manic episode and was like, I'm running for president. And they were like, well, you did this in 2015. I would, too, if I was married no. into that family. <clears throat> yeah. You're like, I could do anything. But I'm wondering so, if like anyway. I'm wondering if like Kim was is like rubbing his shoulders right now. And she's like, it's OK, baby. You literally <laughs> did like the literal best you could. Like <laughs> literally. No, like no one literally could do what you literally just did. <laughs> And he's like, you're right. You're right. I shouldn't feel bad about myself. Oh, God, to be a fly on the wall. Okay, let's get into Closet Watch. Closet Watch. Because as 2020 moves along and we do lose our filters, we also stop caring about what other people think. And a lot of people (laughs) have come out of the closet this year. And there were many, many that came out in June, Pride Month. We learned earlier this week about Velma finally coming out. Uh, Velma from Scooby-Doo, who the writer said, I always thought she was gay. I was trying to write her gay since the beginning. And everybody was trying to shove her back in the closet. But we... I welcome the Velma to the LGBTQ plus community. I and mean, now th- officially. O- officially. Yeah. I mean, she's been a part of the community for, for many years, but yeah. um, but welcome officially. And now we are welcoming yet another to the LGBTQ plus community. Who do we have in the closet today? <gasps> well, look at that. It's Olympic softballer Haley McClaney. Okay. <laughs> First if of you, all, so many questions. <laughs> what Olympics? Or are you do we have at? any questions? I mean, you you lost me at softball. Like, am I supposed to be shocked by this? Like, <laughs> what? You mean there's a female softball player who came out in July? I think it's so interesting when. <clears throat> We have these conversations about, you know, how in sports it's so hard to come out and things like that. Mm. And then there are certain sports to me that I feel like it's not necessary at all. Softball is one of them. Yeah. The, the, the WNBA is another where it's like, I'm gay. And, ever, and you're like, great. I figured. Yeah. No. Yeah. And, and then. Right. Like and then, no one's like, like, damn it. I lost a bet. Right. And then, you know, like male figure skating is like, I'm gay. And you're yeah. like, great. Yeah, I know. That's why you're a figure skater. But Johnny Weird, you're so butch. <laughs> like no one, no one's like perplexed by any of this. Yeah. So I just think and, and also, well, she announced this because she intru- she's introducing her fiance, mm. Kylie, who is Kylie with two E's, by the way. OK, hold and- on. What are their names again? Haley and Kylie. <sighs> Siri, remind me to walk into traffic. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll set an alarm. No alarm needed. It's fine. <laughs> Happening next, now. Next, 
Kylie, are they just the Jenner sisters, Jenner lesbian sisters? Well, I mean, I, I'll tell you this. I'm looking at the picture of the two of them, and you can definitely tell which one is into softball. Oh, <laughs> say no more, fam. <laughs> you know, you're like, okay, I see why this works. Mm-hmm. But I think, too, it's always interesting to see people come out and announce that they're getting married because you can yeah. tell this was a conversation that was like, all right, are we going to really go through this entire marriage? Like, we have to tell somebody. But we have to make it public. Do they? Because I didn't know about her until still don't. <laughs> like, I, like if you were like, I can't believe Olympic softball player came out of the closet. I'd be like, okay, so where are we going to go have quarantine brunch today? Like, <laughs> like I, my day would keep going. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I don't know what fan base she's trying not to shake up. I don't know mm-hmm. if, if, if the members of the softball community are outraged or... Yeah, you know, I think that with they, open arms, but <laughs> relax. Open burly arms. I think it does. I I think that to I mean, at, on any given softball team, <laughs> let alone an Olympic softball team. We're talking any high school softball team. How many of them do you think are gay? You would think at least half. More than half. You think more than half. Mhm. My uh, my so- I had a softball coach in in high school. She was absolutely gay. I don't even know her, but I I'm a hundred percent sure. Um, and I think that anybody who was not solely interested in softball was probably realized that they were straight and they were like, oh, you know what? This isn't for me. It was like time. Right. It was like having your first lesbian experience and being like, oh, fast pitch. Yeah, this isn't for me. Yeah, I'd rather go sit in the dugout. But like forever. <laughs> well, congratulations, Haley. Good for McClady. you. We're all here. Good for you. Congrats on your bravery and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, coming out after Pride Month, you know, you really late. waited as Little, long yeah. as you possibly could. Yeah. Even though I think uh, most of your friends and family had to do that whole like you know I- eyebrows up, going, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh my goodness. Wow. What a shock. So there you go. Happy to have you and um, happy to officially have you. And when we get back, uh, another non-shock, Donald Trump has said some dumb stuff. We're going to go over that when we get back. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. Welcome. It's Allie and Justin Martindale hanging out with me today. We're happy to be keeping you company and sharing all of the BS with you. This is Trump around. Yes, the president of the United States, who was unfortunately still the president of the United States, gave an address yesterday at the Rose Garden, which is the backyard of the White House, usually where they give kind of breaking updates to things, very important information, usually not a place for a rally. But Mm -hmm. as you know, Justin, many of his rallies have been canceled. He's not able to go around the country with his rallies. So he decided his workaround, his loophole, was to hold a press conference at the Rose Garden, talk a little bit of BS about Hong Kong and China, and then just rattle off a bunch of inane cockamamie stories about Biden and about the coronavirus cases, the wall and everything in between. I mean, he was really digging deep into the trough of crap and just Uh, throwing it at the walls, wasn't he? I I love a good Trump tropism. It's just the greatest hits. Just it's literally it's literally that like 
hits of yesterday, today, and tomorrow. It's just the, the nonsensical, just, I mean, my favorite was like at, at the end of the, I mean, it was an hour long. Let's yeah, just, long. Let's, you know, you're sitting in the sun, socially distanced, and I, I, all the reporters are just looking at him because he was treating it like it was a rally, which is just appalling because that's not the platform to do that. But also he was treating it like a rally and not getting the big like, yeah, lock her up. It was just awkward silence. Yeah, everyone's just looking at him like, what what are you talking about? And someone like one of the reporters even stood up and was like, you've been talking now for an hour. So like what? (laughs) And then Jim Acosta put it beautifully. Like he says, all this White House has left are the Kool-Aid drinkers and the next of kin. Which just sounds like a Trump rally. Yeah, that's true. It is the people that you would find. It would be the Mount Rushmore of people you would see at a Trump rally. And and you're absolutely right. It really was a now that's what I call Trump. Yeah, you're going to get hits like the wall. Yeah. Or tremendous, tremendous. (laughs) Or this. Trust me, this album, nobody's ever seen anything like it. Right. It's, It's the best album. No albums come before it. Uh, my friend Jesus, maybe you've heard of him, Jesus Christ. He loved the album. He he said it was Donald. How can we get such a good album? He said he would die for it the, again with all the greatest hits in one album. Exactly, God. and we and we will go over some of the things that were said. But here's just one of the highlights. This would be a track on now. That's what I call Trump. What's if the al- what, what track? What track testing. number? What's it called? What song is it? Oh, called? sorry. This is track number four. Mm-hmm. This is track number four. So this is the there's the 80s, the 90s and today. This would be the today one. So let's take a listen. Instead of testing over 40 million people, if we did half the testing, would have half the cases. If we did another, you cut that in half, <laughs> we'd have yet again half of that. Mm-hmm. But the headlines are always testing. Now, the testing is a good thing. But at the same time, it's it's fodder for the fake news to. Okay, so he had a lot of buzzwords yeah. in there. He's used yeah. the half the cases thing before, and then he did half of the half of the cases, which mm-hmm. I've not heard. That was a new one. And then yeah. went back to his old tried and true fake news. Right, right, right. Well, that's track number four called Test, Test My Heart. <laughs> um, so uh, that's actually a good one. It's a ballad. Test my We have all the testing. Testing, test one, two, three. Test all the corona tests. Test tremendous. T- no one's ever seen. It's amazing. People believe me. Yeah. Now that's what I call testing as a whole side project. <sighs> um, let's, uh, you know what I thought we could do? Because there are so many falsities that he rattled off during this quote-unquote press conference it's almost like we could turn it into an episode of family feud oh let's go okay up on the board are seven true statements uh, what so- in this administration <laughs> how did you so, find seven let's see if any of these are on the board here you go donald trump he says Biden plans to abolish the suburbs. Is that on the board? It's on the board, girl. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's not. That's oh, not I shouldn't true. have jumped the gun. It just seems so real. All right, here's the next one. Biden plans to make office buildings too cold. Is that up on the wall? I mean, that has to be on the wall. Oh, also not true. What? What am I supposed to believe anymore? <laughs> oh, here's a good one. More white people get killed by police. Is that on the board? Oh, that's on the board. No, it is not. I thought he said that yesterday. He did say that. And you know what? I think we've gone over the answer many, many times. Unbelievable. Here's another one. Um, 
Biden will completely demolish the entire border wall. Is that up on the board? Show me Biden demolishes the entire wall. Oh, unfortunately, that's not on there, too. You know what else he said, uh, Justin? He said that he knows a lot of people that like the Confederate flag Mm -hmm. and that those people aren't thinking of slavery. They're just thinking of free speech. Right. That's on the board. That, oh no, that's not on the board. It's not on the board? No. The I think I'm playing flag. this game wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm, because I mean, you would think one of the many are not, are well, not on the board. Well, the, the, well, Justin, this is a true statements are supposed to be on the board. Oh, I'm thinking of Trump truths. Oh no, I'm that's right. a whole separate game. That's a whole this is separate just, game. This is just a board of true statements. Of true things. Yes. Okay. See, I have been playing this game wrong. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to believe anymore. That's the thing. It's and like, that I is correct. He- oh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much. Up is this- down and down is up. Uh, we'll see you next time. No, we'll see you next time right here on Drop the Subject. <laughs> Drop the subject. The new channel Q. Drop the subject with Allie and Justin Martindale. Now, we have talked, I don't know if you've heard, Justin, but all week we've been talking about scams and Mm. people falling victims to scams. You know, scammers have a lot of time on their hands right now, more than normal. So they really can up their game in terms of how to scam and how elaborately to scam. My friend was the victim of a very elaborate scam she was on the phone with a guy for seven hours while wow. he talked to her yep uh talked about how she had charges against her and it and normally you're like oh charges against me i'm hanging up uh but he did it in a way that just made it so realistic even the phone number that came up was the actual lapd it was the number for the lapd um and the officer that he was impersonating was a real officer I, all and he had Confirmation codes. He had, I mean, he had everything that you could possibly think of. But seven hours on a phone call? Oh, she was going, yeah. She was going to Ralph's to get money packed. She was going to CVS to get money. I mean, it was, she, they did a video of a strip search. It was insane. Whoa. It was crazy. Then the following day, I made a phone call to what I thought was HP technical support. Turns out it was a scammer. And I, after 45 minutes, realized, I mean, he spent 45 minutes on the phone with me trying to fix my printer. Hmm. And then dropped the, oh, this is a one-time fee, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, this doesn't sound right. But the dedication, mm-hmm. the specificity, the, the even going through the annoying task of actually trying to fix a person's printer. And then, then, you know, getting into that, oh, by the way, I'm scamming you thing. Uh, it, it's just gotten so specific. And yeah. there is another scam that people are uh, issue that the police are issuing warnings about a romance scam. And here's no. how, how is this for dedication, Justin? Listen to this. This is what I'm going to fall victim to. <laughs> this, this will be my scamdemic. Yeah. Well, you know, they kind of do go, they they do drop in little old school things. Like this one does have a, a like a Nigerian prince sort of mm. vibe to it. Mm-hmm. An entanglement. Which is very, an entanglement, yeah, which is very <laughs> old school. You mm-hmm. know, it's like, oh, Nigerian prince is going to offer you $7 million uh. if you do that. You know, it's like, ah, the old school scams, right? Uh, and this woman got caught up in it and she met 
a man online. Uh, mm-hmm. she, you know, she's an older woman, single woman, hadn't been married, and she met Chukabueka Obiaku. Bless you. Thank you. <laughs> and she was 64. He was 34. So she's like, uh-huh. man, I really found this nice young <laughs> Man, he's very, very nice. They corresponded for a very long time. And finally, it was like, all right, you know, typical catfish moment. Like, let's now meet each other, which usually the catfish is like, oh, no, my camera broke. You know, yeah, exactly. You know, but this guy was like, absolutely. I want you to come to Nigeria and meet me. Uh, So he does. She does. And she meets him. And he's, and he's and he's <laughs> and he's amazing, uh-huh. and their love affair continues, mm. and they get married. Wow! Uh, they they get married th- three months after she arrives, and wow. everything's going great. They're in their honeymoon phase, and then she's then the the relationship starts to deteriorate. This guy starts not being as nice to her as he used to. And then she starts figuring out that he's been using her identity to extort all of her coworkers back in America and swindle different international companies. Work. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's that's kind of amazing, but like how horrible. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, it's like that thing where they're like, what does your husband do again? And she's like, you know, I think that he swindles my associates, but I'm not really sure. (laughs) This Christmas party is going to be very awkward. (laughs) That's so weird. So she's living in Nigeria I believe so. Yeah. The, okay. So that's just dumb then. So does, do her coworkers not know that she's living in Nigeria? Because if like someone was like, hey, this is, uh, you know, Cheryl's mm-hmm. husband. And they're like, Cheryl lives in Nigeria now. Why are you calling me asking for money? Well, I think that he's not saying that he is her husband. I think he's uh, using her identity and putting out emails on her behalf and whoa. pretending to be her or pretending to be some of her associates and stuff like that. I don't think he's saying like, hey, I'm Cheryl's husband, guys. Yeah. Hey, Everyone, guys. social security number party. Yeah, yeah. What's uh, your mother's maiden name? <laughs> exactly. Everyone all at once. So That's then crazy. When she found out and confronted him, he decided, okay, you know what? Now that you know my secret, you're not going anywhere. And Blow dirt in the neck, yeah. Yeah, he, <laughs> he holds her captive. Wow. Then he starts using her American accent to ask other organizations for money, made her assume several characters, and <gasps> in one particular case, told her to act as a nanny on the phone to swindle another couple. What? So, so she does voiceover now? Yeah. <laughs> Which, hey, more power to you. I've been trying for years. No, yeah. So wait, so, how... Is, 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 is she at like gunpoint? Is he tell like, you know, I'm not sure if how he's keeping her captive, but she said it was not possible for her to leave. He also took over her credit cards and collected her retirement payments for 15 months. And so uh, I guess now they've they found out they got her out of harm's way. They've arrested him. But they said this was similar to there was another woman who was rescued after some police received a tip off about another. It was the same thing. A 40 year old woman who was held captive by her lover, who she also met on Facebook. Mm. I mean, it's been so the police are saying, like, don't fall for this new romance, move to Nigeria and get married scam. Yeah. If you're over 40, it's over. <laughs> That's what we learned from this. Okay. So just give up. We'll be right back. 
Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. All right, it's that time. News that are lucid. I've got three headlines. Justin Martindale has three of the most important decisions to make in his life. Oh, are you God. ready, Justin? <laughs> sure. What could go wrong? <laughs> yeah. Do you want to move to Nigeria with me? That's the first question. No. I, I mean, uh, yes. Okay. I mean, let's just do it. Let's get I crazy. Mean, why not? Okay. Your first headline is as follows. Ivanka Trump endorses beans and tells unemployed people to find something new. Oh, I mean, we hold on. I bean. <laughs> we have to news it just because I can't wait to talk about it. Okay. Newsing it. Moving on. Headline number two. Feral peacock divides Oakland town. <laughs> um, let's lose it. Oh, okay. I know. I, I love a good peacock, but I mean, I mean, on. don't you? Who doesn't? And then finally, headline number three, Amber Heard denies defecating in Johnny Depp's bed. I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to do this. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm sorry, peacock, but yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to news, you know, you're losing defecating. a peacock and newsing an Amber Heard defecation story. Yeah. You heard me. Okay. <laughs> Let's start there then. Uh, Amber Heard is denying claims that she defecated in their bed, blaming it on the actor's lavatorial sense of humor. Mm. Um, This is probably the messiest divorce of all time. Uh, No pun intended. Uh, A representative for the actress said that the accusation that Heard or one of her friends put poop in the couple in the couple's marital bed in 2016 is bogus and suggests that the pirates of the Caribbean actor himself could be the perpetrator because he had joked about committing a similar prank. No. This accusation is completely untrue and has been designed purely to humiliate Miss Heard, said a spokesperson. You're calling bull S on this? Yeah, I think. But also who cares? <laughs> right i mean I, I keep seeing all these pictures too of like johnny depp passed out around with a bunch of ice cream all over him or yeah uh you know it was like a bruce springsteen cd and lines of cocaine and all this stuff and i'm like god you know this is just so i like both of these people have so many problems and then they just continuously air each other's dirty laundry for all to see. And you're like, man, this is just really sad for both of you that you have to continuously out each other's ridiculous. Oh, this guy passed out with ice cream. Well, this person put poop in my bed and it's just making them both look like asses. I cut my finger. It's just right. It's just so it's just so like both of you just no, just stop. No one cares. There's way more things going on in the world. It's it's. Anything celebrity right now is just kind of embarrassing. It's kind of like coming to the surface of how ridiculous you are between Ben Affleck and his girlfriend, Anna, whatever her name is, taking their daily strolls to, you know, celebrities telling us to, to go get an $84 hamburger on Postmates. It's just ridiculous. But also like if you poop the bed, own it. <laughs> Do it. Hey, it happens. That being said, yeah. pooping the bed is a thing that's happened to many people, and it doesn't necessarily mean that you're insane or that you have it out for your spouse. Allie, do so, you have something to say? I, you know, <laughs> I have backup sheets for a reason. Uh huh. And I have, no, I have never done that. Ha- uh, have you? Not in the bed. Okay. Okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> I think we can safely move on from this conversation and we'll move on to beans. Oh, what a great segue. You know, uh, we, we yes, Ivanka Trump. I mean, Goya has been a topic of conversation for many days now. There was a, a boy, a, a boycott on Go- Goya or I'd like, as I like to call it, a goycott. Mm. And now. Bravo. Thank you. <laughs> Ivanka Trump is backing Goya, who mm-hmm. backs Trump, and she is endorsing black beans. Yeah. Uh, they say why, that she's... Why, Allie? Because black beans matter. Oh, there it is. She posted on Twitter a picture of her holding up <laughs> a can of beans, a can of Goya beans, which automatically looks wrong because Goya bean Goya is one of the more affordable brands in the grocery store, right? Mm-hmm. You look at this picture and you know immediately that she has no idea no what clue. the contents of that can actually taste like. No. She's no. never, ever in her life gone down a grocery aisle, picked up a can of Goya beans and put them in her basket. No, at all. 1,000%. And yeah. it's also, um, I think she's like violating some like, clause of some sort to like endorse a product they say that she is violating a government ethics rule yeah by posting this because she's endorsing a product that is obviously and like she did this obviously for political reasons it's oh, not just because like this- oh i happen to be a big fan of goya always have been i already oh. had this picture taken i'm just happening put you know i'm happening to put it out now and oh, she has the I caption see- if it's goya it has to be good and she even has the spanish translation underneath it yeah i'm like get out of here what are you better o'rourke and <laughs> like i just i honestly just thought this was her price is right Showcase Showdown audition. Totally. Yeah. And we have a can of Goya beans. Ooh, uh, yeah. actual retail price. We don't know because no one buys this. <laughs> uh, not organic. And mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, you can you can go. And then she also backed it up by saying, uh, if you are unemployed, just find something new, which yeah. had a lot of people upset. Because it's like, okay, number one, you're taking a picture of yourself with a product that you probably have never purchased in your life mm-hmm. and that people who, like, there are some people who cannot boycott Goya because that's what they can afford is products right. that are Goya, right? So already she's showing this incredible privilege. And then she also, on top of it, goes, if you're unemployed, just do something else, which is must be a great luxury to just be like, I can change. I'm going to change my entire trajectory of my career. You know what? I did spend all of my time going through school and doing this. and that, But no, you know what? I think I'm just going to start something new and it's just that easy. Yeah, that's exactly how it is. It's like, oh, I've been unemployed for, you know, four months. But you know what? That's my fault. Let's get something new. Right. <laughs> you know what? Exactly. I'm gonna I'm gonna go apply for a job that doesn't exist. There we go. That's maybe, a great idea. Maybe Goya's hiring. I don't know. <laughs> there you go, Ivanka. If you need a job, find something new, and it's gonna be beans. We'll be right back with more. Drop the subject. Drop the subject. The new channel Q. Drop the subject. Allie and Justin Martindale hanging out with you, and we love hearing from you. You can always. Reach out to us at DTS Show on Twitter, on an Instagram. You can slide into our DMs, as the kids say. Oh, yeah, please, please do, and uh, hit Justin <laughs> up on Grinder. Um, when it comes to LA Pride, I think we all knew. Okay, you know, Pride's not really happening, and then it was happening, but then they were turning it into a Black Lives Matter thing, and then that mm-hmm. fell apart, and that had all kinds of problems, and then now we're getting some new news. 
about the future of L.A. Pride because there are so many festivals and so many prides and so many things that have been canceled. And it's like, okay, well, we're just going to save it all for next year. Well, apparently not, at least here in L.A. What's going on? Because I read this headline that that L.A. Pride's just gone now. Yeah. Forever. It's gone. Yeah. Vanished. (laughs) It's vanished. It's over. It is null. Yeah. And And it's just, it's sad because we didn't have one this year, obviously, and we won't have one ever. So last year's Pride was our last Pride and we didn't know it was our last one. Yeah, that does suck when you, it was your last and you didn't know it was your last. Yeah. Because you think, yeah. And, and when, when, I mean, with the, the reclosing of things too, because you're like, oh man, I had one month to binge drink at a bar and get my nails done. And, and, and I if didn't you're lucky, know at the same place. Yeah. <laughs> right. But this is, this is what's really sad. So Christopher street is the organization that puts on, um, LA pride in West Hollywood. Um, and so they said yesterday that after 50 years, that's five, zero years of having a pride every June to, you know, um, help the economy of West Hollywood, help build awareness, um, have a safe space for diversity and culture and everything in between. They are deciding to pull the plug. And their reason, I believe, was just because it became too much of a... Um, I want to say it was like a safety issue, but it was also like... Um, the amount of people, it just kind of over, it, it overgrew what it originally had become, hmm. which I think is kind of a lame excuse. Right. Because, because isn't Hollywood, that all pride? When I, well, when I think of gay pride, I immediately think of West Hollywood because it is one of the gayest places ever. Um, it's right up there with San Francisco, New York and Chicago. Right. And um, San Francisco pride is, I mean, that's a smaller space. Yeah. And they yeah. do just and fine. So, they they are deciding to pull it out. They said, we we're so sorry. We had such great times, but it's becoming way bigger than what we ever expected. Um, the city of West Hollywood is building a new park that's not going to be ready yet, especially with all of the um, uh, businesses that are closed down due to the pandemic and when they're going to be reopening is unsure. And so they just said the foot traffic and all that, the the bars, it's just becoming too much and overwhelming. So they are saying peace out to West Hollywood. So where are they going to have one? I don't know. Does that mean every other city in the country, including, you know, Omaha gets a pride, but West Hollywood does not. I mm-hmm. do not know. Are we moving this pride downtown because no one will go? <laughs> um, <laughs> if we go true. downtown, say, right. I mean, if people anybody, like, if anybody, to, right. If anybody asks you to go downtown, you immediately say no. You're like, um, oh, that's so nice. You have fun. It's too far. And it's like, what, we're supposed to drink and commute? Like, what, what, what are the plans? And it's just sad because it makes me think if they touch Halloween, Halloween is way bigger than Pride in L.A. It, it is. And I wouldn't think, I, I also think it's just not very, it's not gay friendly to pull out of something because it's too big. Um, great words, great words to choose there. You um. know, <laughs> it's just not like, it's not very LGBT guys. 
Well, well, since when do we just quit something because it's gotten too big? Since well, when do we pull I mean, out because it's just too much to handle? Uh, I mean, I, I, I could probably think of some <laughs> bottoms to ask that question to. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I'm just making the point. And I, and I, you know, people are looking forward to Halloween like no other. I mean, I saw articles last month that were like, Halloween ideas. You know, know, everybody's just freaking out. They just want to skip forward to October, November, December, and just have something to celebrate. Something. And it's just really sad because I live in West Hollywood. And when I saw this article yesterday, I was a little devastated. And not to, not to, you know, go into it a lot, but this year I was just like, damn it, this is pride. I'm so bummed. And here I am in my living room, just like, listening to all by myself mm-hmm. and it just sucks because it's just such a wonderful time to be expressive and celebratory and now it's just like i guess it's just gone i guess gay thanos snapped and pride's just <laughs> vanished into thin air now More rings. Yeah, <laughs> well we'll have to find a new gayberhood that's all we're gonna have to do we're gonna have to I band, to, so. band together and create you. a new <laughs> gayberhood Omaha, here we come. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. Another half of radio goodness coming your way. Allie and Justin Martindale here with you today. And, you know, with the times of COVID, people are taking advantage. People are, their their true colors are really showing. And sometimes their true colors are a disgusting throw-up colored brown. And that's why we play Who's the Worst? Where we highlight two stories of people doing crappy things, and then we find out and discuss who's crappier and why. Uh, This, we need this. Yeah, I think Mm -hmm. it's time. It's time. Okay. These, both of these stories, Jess Martindale, Mm -hmm. have to do with rent and... People not willing to pay rent, mm. landlords not making the money that they're expected to make, et cetera, et cetera. It has to do with so, two companies, one okay. with Airbnb, the other sure. with Red Lobster. I mean, what's the difference? I'm right. <laughs> I mean, just a couple of breadsticks, really. Yeah, just some garlic breadsticks and some scampy butter. <laughs> <laughs> God, I love that scampy butter. Okay. Airbnb. They are getting... Some backlash. They're in, quote, hot water, as the newscasters would say. Because here's what they did. You know, Airbnb has been a little hurt by all of this. Uh, You know, people are not staying in Airbnbs as much as they used to. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think all that hidden camera stuff really hit them hard before that. Anyway. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. All those kind of weird teddy bear cameras. That was a that was a real moment. (laughs) <laughs> terrifying that was terrifying wasn't it that's what it was it wasn't but scary. airbnb has rolled out a new tool encouraging guests to send quote kindness cards and cash donations to their former hosts nope <laughs> so that bachelorette party that you had in palm springs where you got completely s-faced and threw up in a hot tub those hosts You could give them your hard-earned money because they're having some tough times right now. Uh, Critics, of course, have been lashing out at Airbnb's push for donations, questioning why renters should have to help shore up landlords' shaky financials, as they say. So these, uh, these Airbnb hosts, you know, 
when Airbnb first came out, I was like, this seems a little weird that we're just allowing, like, we're just like, come and stay at a stranger's home. And I was like, this I know. seems weird. But now we've all accepted it as kind of normal. And then beyond that, there are many people who have made that their lives. They have made that their mm-hmm. number one source of income is, why don't mm-hmm. I buy up all these properties and then I'll just literally use them to rent out Airbnbs, which drives up the rent for those neighborhoods incre- and then rent increases all around. It ends up being usually not great for the neighborhoods themselves, right? So people are not happy with Airbnb in general and what it stands for. And then to turn around and ask to help the already very rich landlords and hosts that have been profiting off of Airbnb for many years is kind of like, "Mm, no, thanks. Yeah, no, I'm going to throw up in your hot tub for free. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Sorry. That's my hot tub to throw it. Dish it out. (laughs) Yeah. That's that's just weird. I mean, I, I understand like leaving a card. That's nice. Thank you for letting us stay in your place. It was so wonderful. Blah, 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 blah. But like, now, the cat, like, where does, where does the cash go to? Oh, it goes to, like, you know, changing the sheets and cleaning the kit. No, no, mm-hmm. you're going to do that anyways. You're just taking the money and buying, you know, an Xbox or something. Yeah, exactly. So, I don't know why I went with the Xbox, but I I'm mean, sticking to it. It was a solid, yeah, it was a solid choice. Okay, <laughs> let's move on to Red Lobster. People are also upset with Red Lobster, believe it or not. And it's not because of their three-hour lines or the requirement to wear masks in their Red Lobster establishments. It's because Mm. Red Lobster is refusing to pay $250,000 in rent to their landlords nationwide. And it's one thing to be a a family, struggling family, or an individual going, man, I just got furloughed. I can't afford my rent right now. What am I to do? I I can't pay my landlord. It's quite another to be a large multi-million or maybe even billion dollar corporation saying, sorry, guys, can't pay rent uh, to some people that, you know, probably if they're owning these large uh, uh, buildings, they probably Mm -hmm. do an okay in life. But still to say flat out nationwide, not going to pay any rent, they're not uh, they're not necessarily gaining fans with that decision. Yeah, and I think if anybody needs to speak out upon this, I think it needs to be Beyonce because oh. I think I think she needs to to reword her song. Um, when he pay my rent, he take my ass to Red Lobster. I think that should mm-hmm. be the lyric. I think, and that's just kind of like really shady. It's really shady. Be like, oh, we can't pay our rent. I'm sorry. How much revenue do you guys make a day? Can't you just pay your rent in like a day? Just think of how much they make on Lobster Fest alone. Yeah, they always have some sort of a weird crustacean festival that (laughs) only they know about. They're like, it's rock shrimp month and you're like what's <laughs> what is a rock shrimp but, but I'm you're also like it. okay yeah 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 I'll get a crap load of rock shrimp for 14.99 i couldn't even tell you the last time i've been to a red lobster uh yeah i i couldn't either i would imagine i was in uh, you know what i was with my wife who was my girlfriend at the time and i she had never been before and i was ranting and raving about how great red lobster was and then oh, we God, went Allie. and she was like <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah, I know. And, I, and then I think it was because it was the last time I had been before that was when I was like in in second, like it, it must have been in, when I was a freshman in high school or something mm-hmm. like that. And I thought it was the best. That's when you really thought like 
Olive Garden and Red Lobster were like the best of the best when it came to food. And we went there and she was like, this is terrible. And I was like, yeah, you're right. What? Who knew? Um, You know, you know what? I think this would be great for the uh, the the uh, the people who go frequently to Red Lobster. Go in with your rent check and present it and make Red Lobster give you, you know, something for free. Be like, look, we pay our rent. Why can't you? Trash. Yeah, that's a great promotion. I bet Red Lobster would be all over that. So which one are you going with? Which one's worse? You think Red Lobster? I'm going with Red Lobster. Totally. Um, I'm going with Red Lobster are words that were probably regretted later in most cases, but maybe not this one. They just sound like a bunch of bottom feeders. Yeah. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Welcome back to Drop the Subject with Allie Johnson and Justin Martindale, who is a great memer if you want. To follow someone who's on their meme game, you could just go to Justin Martindale on Instagram. It's all I have left. Yeah. Um, we also have to get into the gay MA, which is our Wednesday staple. It's where we get to know each other a little bit better when it comes mm-hmm. to an ask me anything, anything, anything. Ask me anything. <laughs> it's important to gay it up here on the station. It is Channel Q after all. So. Justin, you have a question for me, and then I will turn around and ask you a question. What do you got? Okay, Ali, I'm so glad you asked. So I haven't seen you in a while, obviously. And so this morning we jumped on Zoom and you have gradually invited me into your home, which um, I feel like you are now in my home as well. Um, however, my question is, being a lesbian entertainer, um how many tapestries are too many tapestries <laughs> do you live in a world market that's what i want to know i i live well you know what as soon as we get off the air i go to the outdoor market and yes. uh and i i weave all of these yes. all night long i had a giant loom that i have in my other guest room not a giant loom <laughs> it's yes this giant loom i do you know a little foot pedal thing yes and i make i make them and i'll i'll make you one if you want Justin. i would love one because I, for those of you who can't see there is ali is in front of this like this this changing it's like a like a uh, moroccan style changing um it's a partition yeah partition mm-hmm. with many um you know, just, wicker. it is a, it's a, yeah, it's a wicker and there's all these tapestries that just look like they're from Africa and <laughs> Egypt and just, just worldly, worldly threads. You know, I have been using this background for many months now mm-hmm. and I would imagine that other people are judging me as you are, but have not said anything. <laughs> so it's really That's nice to know. <laughs> that I can go over these because here's what happens. I, Uh my, my wife has gotten into this weird spiritual obsession Mm -hmm. and she's into these because she feels that they make things look more peaceful Mm -hmm. and that chakras. Right. Uh, She also cannot walk by any kind of open market without buying all of the things that are at that market. So Mm. if there's a lady with a bunch of rugs saying that she wove them herself, she's like, we need all the rugs. (laughs) And so as a result, I mean, we have a couple of these from our honeymoon. So, Uh you know, honeymoon in Thailand, we've got those with with little elephants on them. Then we went to the little elephant sanctuary and they gave us a little thing to wear and Mm -hmm. we kept that, of course. And then went to a wedding last year in India. So we've got our little bit. So we've got our little trip. This is like our 
our little travel center. Mm-hmm. It's this nice. This is our little it's gift peaceful. shop. Thank you. It's very, yeah. And it's, it's it's looking at those things can make one feel centered and normal. And I think that's very important during a pandemic. Remember the good times. And remember all the places that we are not allowed to go because we handled the situation poorly. Yeah, you know, hey, look behind me. You can't go mm-hmm. here anymore. Can't Thanks. go there. Can't. No, no. Can't go here. No, not at all. Uh, you definitely can't go there. Don't even remember it in the first place. Exactly. So, yeah. you know, I, I look behind me and I see, oh, yeah, that was that was behind. That was 2019 and 2018. Mm-hmm. Those were some nice years. And Those I look were in the front days. of me and it's Justin. Yeah. That's the today. That's the now. The now. I noticed behind you, you have a set of antlers. So that is an interesting Oh, yeah. My- dynamic. <laughs> I love, I was like, what if you were like, I see behind you, there's a man in a hockey mask. I'm like, oh God, sink. And then <laughs> oh, roll the credits. Ma- oh, that machete. Is that yeah. always there? No, my antlers. These are, this is my art piece. This is my, um, um, as a boy from Texas, I have to have a pair of antlers. And oh, I got do them. you? Okay. Like, yeah. You just have to have, it's like a staple. And if you're like from this, if you're from Texas, you need some sort of antler or taxidermied animal on your walls. So yeah, these are a pair of antlers that I found in a um, thrift store in San Diego. And one of the- <laughs> You found them at a thrift store mm-hmm. in San Diego? Sure did. I didn't that hunt them. That was the gayest way them. to find antlers. Yeah, I didn't hunt them. I'm not a savage, no. Um, so yeah, and then I went and uh, one of the um, uh, employees of the comedy store in La Jolla, she has a company that uh, makes little art pieces out of them. Well, it looks very nice. I'm very proud. And I I think that our homes definitely say a lot about us. And you can check them out. I'm going to give them a little plug. They're called Craftmosphere (laughs) on Instagram. (laughs) Craftmosphere. Okay. So if you need Uh, antlers and art uh, pieces, check them out. Cool. And uh, this rug is brought to you by (laughs) Lady in the Market. So you can look her up and find her. Yeah. And there's a plug for you. Okay, we're going to come back with part two of the game A. I turn the tables and ask a question to Justin when we come back. Drop the subject. The new channel Q. Drop the subject. Allie and Justin Martindale. It's Wednesday. Keeping you company. And definitely keep us company if you'd like to. We'd love to hear from you at DTS Show on Twitter and on Instagram. We're in the middle of the game A. Justin asked me a very potent question about the tapestries collection that I have in my home. Mm-hmm. And now woven it, threads. Woven. Yes. Woven colors of inclusion and mm-hmm. equality. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, R.I.P. Uh, pride. <laughs> I know. Oh, there it is. The colors <laughs> waving away, sadly. Oh. Okay. Now is my turn to ask you something. Okay. Um... Hmm, hmm, hmm. Justin, what should I ask you, Justin Martindale? Yes, I ordered the Manscape. Um, oh, that wasn't it. Wait, you ordered no. a Manscape? Yeah, girl, I'm in quarantine. I got I got the Manscaped Bushwhacker 9.7 or whatever it is. You know, I'm But very that wasn't your question. Sorry, no, I digress. That that wasn't, but now I you've piqued my interest because I'm amazed that is it a motorized thing? Yeah, I'm saying um a charge, yeah. It's like it's a, you can use it in wet. This is now just becoming an ad for Manscaped, and I refuse. <laughs> well, um, the the last break was an ad for antlers, so yeah, that's true. I, I think that we can just keep that train rolling. But the the what kind of pisses me off is that 
women have been landscaping down south for a very long time and we have no motorized options and now you do yeah so can i use the manscape absolutely i don't see why not i don't think the manscape sees gender Okay, but it's, it is called the manscape. It is called the manscape because I feel like we got to market it to men so they can take care of themselves because they're woolly mammoth beasts of people. Right. Okay. So they're yeah. like, and oh, it, I, I use a manscape. They're not going to be like, it's the it's the follicle, <laughs> right. follicle frizzle or whatever. It's got to have like, it's got to be like, yeah. And their marketing is like, trim your balls. It's just <laughs> very to the point. Uh-huh. Um. But yes, it was definitely what, like I had a project that day that I was very excited about. Usually it's like cleaning or rearranging things or laundry, but that day it was grooming and I, and I went and you can use it in the shower. You can use it in dry (laughs) weather. Uh You don't have to be, you know, and it, it, it works well. There's not really like a setting on it. So you either go like, really close or you just go like full on. Okay. Here's my GMA question. Mm-hmm. When you are with a man, do you, is the manscaping situation a deal breaker for you? If there's a man who oh. has not done anything with his, mm. with his uh, situation, do you, are yeah. you like, oh no, or it's a turn off. Do you have a preference mm-hmm. or you like must be clean shaven? I need bare balls. Oh, wow. Um, I mean, for me, I mean, the last time I was with someone was <sighs> Taylor's oldest time. It was uh, probably, yeah, probably back in um, January, I guess. But, um, you know, that old sociopath. Uh-huh. And I hope you're listening. Um, uh, it doesn't really, m- it doesn't matter, but it matters. I want it like in the middle. I want it like that really annoying Marin Morris song. <laughs> what? Like I need it. Like I like, I like a guy to oh, be a yeah. little, a uh-huh. little bushy, but also I need, I, I can't have like it going down the leg. I can't have like, you know, yeah, I get it. Like, you don't want to see, you don't want to not know where things are ending and beginning. That kind yeah, of I don't want a, um, you know, just a, you know, corner full of arachnids. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't need that. I need, I want something that just makes me go, okay, you take care of yourself. You know, you're not, you know, I don't need some Neanderthal, like Cro-Magnon, like, blah, 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 blah. You know, d- d- it's it really does say a lot about you the way that you mm-hmm. keep yourself down south and and do you see then a an expectation in the gay community in the gay man community like if there was somebody who it, like like Harry is that that's its own category people who prefer that versus mm-hmm. people who prefer like the opposite do do you notice those kind of section, like everything's sectioned off or is it a little <laughs> bit like, Oh, I'm going to dip my foot in the hairy pool and then go over to the hairless pool. Yeah. I like a nice fade. If that's what you're getting into, <laughs> you know, if you can like, it's just kind of have it. Like if you're going to get a hairy chest, like just slowly, gradually just kind of, you know, I don't need like bald. I don't need, I don't need like, you know, you know, a, uh, what is it? Like a, like a, one of those like Brazilian, model oh like the landing strip bald yeah i don't i don't like, need, like I, want, I want i want a dude but i don't want like oh god i don't need like under a bridge dude 
Mm-hmm. You don't need bridge troll status. I don't need, yeah, I don't yeah. need. I don't need to be the Billy Goat Gruff crossing that bridge. <laughs> like I don't All have right. time. Like I have places to go. I don't have time for your lame troll riddle. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I've always subscribed to that myself. And, and I, I wonder how different it is in the lesbian community, you know, because I feel like people have a much stronger preference uh-huh. in that because there's much more of an expectation of people being very, very landscaped. And if they're not, it's like, whoa, what's yeah. going on down here? And it's, you know, it's a more of an investment <laughs> down there. It is. If you really... You got to get into the weeds. You got to get into the weeds, so to speak. But if you want to, if you want to trim those weeds, I highly recommend a manscape. 3.0, okay. For sure. I'm going to get a womanscape. I'm going to get a manscape. Try it out. I'll get a personscape. Doesn't, yeah. does, definitely doesn't uh, sell as well if you call it a personscape. Okay. When we come back, nightmare news. Mm. <laughs> Even more. Ah! Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Got a lovely message from a listener by the name of Tess on Instagram who said, Hi, you guys briefly discussed caution fatigue last week, and I was wondering if you could go more in depth of what to do to mitigate caution fatigue. I love the show, and you guys are awesome. Well, thank you so much, Tess. And yes, caution fatigue is a new buzzword, and along with toxic positivity. Those were two terms that we discussed last week that are running rampant in the days of COVID. That idea, Justin, of being careful and feeling like you always have to be careful and worrying about everybody else being cautious and careful, it's exhausting. What is it called? Caution fatigue. I have caution fatigue. You do. You are suffering from caution fatigue. I am. People who are being safe and have been trying to be safe for all these months have caution fatigue 100%. I I have caution fatigue and I have caution anxiety too, just because it's just, I get anxiety because I'm fatigued. (laughs) Yes. And I don't know about you, but when I see movies and TV shows now, I get anxious seeing how close all the people are in the movie and the TV show. Oh, really? Yeah. If I see them like shaking hands, they're like, hey, John, nice to see you. And they shake hands. I'm like, what are you doing? Oh, see, I did that. So there's a bar in West Hollywood. I won't name it. It's called Rocco's. um, That... They have taken over the sidewalk and it's owned by like one of my, one of my dear, dear friends is Lance Bass. So it's like, he owns this place. They've like, they've sectioned off the sidewalk. Then they like put a fence around the sidewalk with tables inside of the fence, which is, I guess, fine. So you have to like walk around this fence now if you're on the sidewalk, but like for a hot second there, like when the bars and everything were like reopened, I remember walking by it. And there was these guys out, no masks, nothing. They were shaking hands. Oh, hi, nice to meet you. And then one guy looked at another guy and was like, went in for a hug. And he says, well, uh, ah, you look okay. It's fine. I'm like, yeah, that's what they said in the 80s during the AIDS epidemic. Like, and look how that turned out. Well, like, and this idea of you, you're, we love to humanize things that are not yeah. human. Like we oh, love yeah. to humanize animals and be like, they're sad because I didn't, you know, and then we, we can humanize the virus and say like, oh, but we're family. Oh, but yeah. you look fine. You look healthy. You oh, look but it's so 4th good. of July. Oh, oh, but it's, I always say, oh, but it's 4th of July. <laughs> it's just, yeah, but it's, it's, but it's summer. It's right. supposed to go away. That's what they said. It's going to go away. It's a miracle. It's like, it, yeah. you idiots. I know. Well. Let's talk about something worse, shall we? Uh, it's a big, nightmare a, news. A bigger nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> because 
with all the other problems that we have in 2020, there are things like murder hornets. Mm. Okay. There are things like a bear learning to learning how to use actual nunchucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there was an aggressive algae that we talked about the other day. You know, there are things mm-hmm. that are nightmarish that are happening that would have been happening anyway. But it's important for us to highlight them in Nightmare News. Justin. In Colorado, there oh, is a scene. It always starts in Colorado. <laughs> in rural Colorado. Oh, the Overlook Hotel. At the <laughs> <laughs> in the Overlook Hotel yeah. runs a squirrel, a small squirrel. Mm-hmm. Possibly chewing on a nut. Mm-hmm. But the squirrel wasn't right. There was something off <laughs> about him. You say he's a little nuts? <laughs> He possibly is, but what he really is, is positive for the bubonic plague. Plague, plague, plague. Ah, yes, a squirrel has tested positive in the town of Morrison for the bubonic plague. This is really a great time for middle-aged plagues and diseases to come Mm -hmm. right back into our sphere Mm. of thought. I love a good, like, you know, like a couple years ago, the 80s were back, and now, like, the 90s kind of had a moment there. And now we're just going straight up back to the dark ages. Yeah, it's it's true. I mean, you're going to see more things, like, randomly you'll be like, oh, that person has polio. What? What? Uh, that I love from? a good polio crush. <laughs> You know, I mean, those kinds of things and gout, mm. they're they're going to make a big comeback. Measles, we already saw. And, you know, bubonic plague is one of those. I mean, typhoid, I'm sure it's just going to it's going to trickle down. Yeah, I'm really hoping for like a scarlet fever because it just sounds kind of exotic. Yeah, just a sexy scarlet fever. And then they'll be like, mm, that has misogynist undertones. And you're like, oh, hey, here we go. Yeah, so I just want to look, I just want to look something. I want to have something that makes me sweat while I'm in sweats. <laughs> yeah, it's good to make sure we're as uncomfortable as possible of when course. we're being asked to stay home. Uh, so that has been your nightmare news. When we come back, a new game about Google Trends. Questions? We'll answer them after this. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. All right, drop the subject with Allie. And Justin Martindale uh, is with us all show long. It's been great having him. And we now move into the... Let's have some fun, Justin. It's time it's for us time. to have a little fun. It's about time <laughs> for us to have a little bit of fun. And this is a new game. Brand new game. It's never seen the, the airwaves of Channel Q before. And... We decided to, to put together a little game that has to do with Google Trends because everyone wants to be trending, okay? And we like to predict what is trending with a new game we call The End. Oh, no, wait. The Trend is Nia. It's very new. We just came up with the segment. Literally five minutes ago. The Trend is Nia. The Trend is Nye. And here's how it works. We've got producer Jesse on as well. Hi, Jesse. Hello. Hi. Okay, good. Come, coming in hot with energy as usual. <laughs> and here's here's how it's going to work. Jesse is going to give us a word. Uh, it could be a celebrity's name. It could be just a, a word that seems like a trending topic right now. Uh, it could be literally anything. It could be Goya. And then oh, we will. I hope we it's will, Goya. <laughs> I mean, so so then you would pair that word. Each of us would pick a word to pair with that word. And, and the pairing, we, we hope, would be the top trending thing. So, for example, if the word was Goya, 
I would want to pick Ivanka Trump as my pair to that word, because I would imagine that would be the top trending thing that would have to do with Goya. Uh, maybe, Justin, you would choose boycott. I would and- pick boycott. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Mexico, but then you said boycott. I was like, I think that's better. Right. So, I mean, that's also a big trend, you know, with mm-hmm. the, the boycott and Goya and all that stuff. Um so we would we would pair that word with the one that we were given and see which trend got uh, did better, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Did I do a good job at explaining? You did a that? great job. You should feel okay. really proud of yourself. Thank you so much. Okay, Jesse, do you want to explain it better? Um, no, I think you nailed it. So I just <laughs> give you your first word, and off the top of your head, I need. I'll go, Allie. Give me a word, and then J- and then Justin. Perfect. So Allie, please pair a word with Brittany. Got it. Brittany. Okay, so the word is Britney. I assume that it's the Britney Spears spelling. Um, and I, you know, I would love to just go Britney Spears, but I feel like that'd be a little too easy. No, go uh, with it. <laughs> I would just go with Britney Spears? Because I want to go with mine. <laughs> okay, I'll do Britney Spears. I feel like that's going to win hands down. It What's yours? Will. Mine was going to be Britney Instagram. Oh, okay. Well,. I could do Britney low-rise shorts. No, you you're locked in at Britney Spears. Oh, okay, all right, all right, okay. So now, so now we get a drum roll, right? And Jesse, you 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 tell us which one is is a scores higher on like Google Analytic trends. So mm-hmm. which one was Googled more, Britney Instagram or Britney Spears? So Britney Spears wins. Uh, yeah, with 83 and uh, Britney Instagram with four. Ah, <laughs> interesting. Four? Four. Britney Instagram yes. got Such four? a specific number. Four what? Uh, four searches, I guess. No four searches? That's bull. There's no way. There, yeah, there's people Googling Britney Instagram. At, like every second. Like yeah. someone just did it right now. Four. Four. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. The next word uh-huh. is going to be comedian. Ah. Okay. So just, does Justin go first this time? Uh, sure. Why not? Okay. Mm, I don't comedian. I'm trying to think. Justin Martindale. I feel no. No one's googling comedian Justin Martindale, but they should. <laughs> I'm gonna say um, comedian Nick Cannon. Because <laughs> oh. I feel- because oh, I, I feel like a he's not a comedian, but uh, they're calling him one. So, okay. So I'm only allowing you one word. So you want do you want to go with Nick or with Cannon? Cannon, comedian Cannon. <clears throat> wow. Okay, you're only allowing one word. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So you could go Cannon. with Delia. It's current as well. That's what I was gonna do. I was gonna go with Delia because I would imagine that a lot of mm. people are wanting to find out. What's going on with the allegations or just, you know, you know how people like to look up old sets where they're like, what did he say 10 years ago? Yeah. Uh, So I'm going to go Delia hands down. All right. And the winner is, without a doubt, comedian. (laughs) Oh, I won again. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) Delia at 100 and Cannon at five. I mean, I I went from four to five. I mean, still a jump. Mm-hmm. All right, mm-hmm. your next word is apology. Ooh, apology. Okay. Ah, so many people have issued apologies lately. Who is the latest person? You know, I think one of the latest people was Lin Manuel Miranda. Actually, what? Nah. Why? Yes, yes, because people were wanting to cancel Hamilton because Alexander oh, Hamilton God, was a slave owner up. and all kinds of things like that. So he apologized. Apology. But 
I'm going to go with one of the most famous apologies that ended up being a do-over apology. Um, I'm going Drew Brees, the quarterback who said many problematic things and then had to apologize, and he did so so badly that he had to do two do-over apologies. Uh, so I'm going to go with Brees as my word. Is that B-R-E-E-S? Yes, it is. Okay. And then, Justin, what is your word? Mm. For the win. For the win? For the, you no can't win. win? Yeah, no. I'm going to say cancel. Okay. Oh, okay. That's interesting. You went completely different direction. All right, Jesse, reveal the results. The trend is near. The first and last time we ever played this game. What is the answer? Yours the is answer it. is Drew Breeze with a yeah, solid two. Baby. Over the apology cancel with zero. <laughs> All <What>? right. Well. <laughs> wow. I'm on this game is for me. Yeah, I don't know who this game is for. I, I don't know. Breeze was only two. Interesting. Yeah, but it got quite a spike. It did get a spike. It got two spike. <laughs> a two spike. A spike from zero to two. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. I think we all agree that we don't know how analytics work at all. But it's so very this has interesting been real fun. and fascinating. It is. I hope so. It is. I like I this game. Okay. Well, when we come back, we're going to talk about TikTok. So if you didn't like this, get ready. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject with Allie Johnson and Justin Martindale joining us all show long. It's been a pleasure having you, Justin. Same. It's been a pleasure having you as well. Oh, good. <laughs> no, it's I'm good. so I glad to be like, here. I know. I'm very excited to be here. Um, I feel like we just kind of like picked up where we left off, but we just I added know. a sprinkle of pandemic in between. Just a little salt and pepper. Mm-hmm. Mostly pepper. Okay. Let's talk TikTok because sure. you uh, probably know more about it than anybody who's been on the show in the last six months. Really? And, yeah. Which That's is terrifying. Saying, right. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I... I have downloaded it and then I open it and then I look at it and I go, I'm confused. And then I just Mm -hmm. throw the phone down to the ground and walk away. Mm -hmm. But then I see then I pressure myself and I'm like, no, I should, you know, learn, see how this works and, you know, put out some fun videos or whatever. And then I see that all of these places have been banning TikTok, including the U.S. Navy and the TSA and Wells Fargo. And then Amazon like did it, but then did take backsies. And, uh, you know, there are several people and companies that are continually banning the app. And it, it makes me wonder, should I waste my time? Because the app itself might be no longer. Now, as someone who's been enclosed in a pandemic for five months, I've had to take it upon myself to where I can, you know, be creative. So I created a YouTube show called TikTok with Justin Martindale, which is available on YouTube. So it's probably going to last for about three more weeks before it does get taken (laughs) down. But for those of you who do not know what it is, it's just an app where it's, you can create a video from 15 seconds to a minute and the way it works is, you know, you kind of, it's all about like liking and the right hashtags <clears throat> and building up the, um, the Sounds so different than all the other it's, social well, the, media apps. The thing about it's about it likes that, and hashtags. Well, it, it, the way it works is that you can incorporate media into it. So you can lip sync, you can add a green screen effect, you can do 
song and dance challenges you can do. There's multiple, 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 multiple filters that you can use. Um, so it's just a, it's just a better way of creating content content where Instagram and Snapchat is kind of very limited. This is more of a broader aspect. You can actually like record something and move it into the actual app and share it and people can, you know, duet with you. If you're singing a number, they can harmonize with you. They can join in on a dance. They can so you can be interactive with complete strangers. Also a great place to thirst trap. And if there's something that I've learned about TikTok, it's that gays are thirsty. Yeah. There are just there's gay couples that are just so in love that just want you to know how in love they are. And there's a little French boy named Pierre who is just, we get it. You're adorable. And his his little boyfriend and they kiss each other and, and it's just, okay, we get it. There's also Garrett Nolan, who is a, um, always shirtless and flopping around in his shorts, but doesn't want people to draw attention to what's flopping around in his shorts. And he's also been called out for wearing a sock in his pants. So, okay. mm -hmm. um, and he also has his dad push him around, which is very strange. But then <laughs> not when you're not trapping, when you're not thirst trapping, it's also a place to like spiral into like the dark side of it. Like there's so many weird, there's so much weird shout on, <laughs> um, on TikTok. So much weird Shouts, you're right. Shouts. Uh, shouts. Now, I'm. I. I feel very caught up. Thank you for the rundown. Yeah, and, I mean it's and, a lot. You will. I've. I've found myself three, four hours deep in TikTok. Really? Oh, because it's I. I literally am like one second in, and I'm like, I don't understand. Mm -hmm. And is it just because? And I heard that you have to spend a little time with it in order mm -hmm. for it to be like, oh, Justin likes thirst trap videos. So we're just going to show him those. And then you suddenly get pulled into, what did you call it off the air? A K-hole? Yeah, it's like my my search is definitely like, I love makeup transformations. I love cosplay. I love thirst traps. I love elderly people doing fun things. And by elderly people, I mean people in their 30s. 40s. Um, <laughs> And yeah, I like a good fail, but some of them are just so stupid. It'll be like, close your eyes. Now, when you open them, you're not going to be able to blink. And you're like, what? And like, it's just the <laughs> weird, like, it's just the weird, like people are trying to come up with like the best. And literally anything. Content challenges, whatever. So they can come across as very, very, very ridiculous. I see. Okay. Well, you know, I think it is good grounds for, it's supposed to be a, le a lesbian haven. I mean, just tons and tons and tons of lesbians. And I did mm -hmm. see one video of a lesbian couple that were just kind of shoulder tapping and looking at the camera and then kissing each other. And I was like, oh, I yeah. don't get it. Did one of them have a hat on backwards? Yes. Yep. I know her. <laughs> <laughs> my God. Well, yep. I need to get a backwards hat and I need to get, I need to practice a shoulder tap with my, with, with yeah. My and hat. all you got to do really is look into the camera. You got to do like, you have to do that, like wink and you got to like bite your lip and you got to be like, Ugh. like that's, Ooh. it's all. Yeah. You, they want like that, like juicy, like, Ugh. Yep. Right, like sexy. Le I have to yeah. learn how to be a sexy lesbian. That's a mm -hmm. challenge. Okay, when we come back, Justin, it's your turn for News It or Lose It. Okay. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject presents...
News it or lose it. All right, it's that time. News it or lose it time. Justin Martindale, you have carefully hand-selected three stories And I have three choices to make. I will news or lose whatever I choose. Justin, Mm -hmm. lay those headlines on me, friend. Oh, I hope you're ready, Allie, because there's some weird ones. Okay, the first one. Baker collects urine from women's restrooms to make special Goldilocks bread. Oh, I will definitely news that. We could all use a little more toilet humor today. (laughs) Why not? Why not? Uh, Cameron Diaz launches a, quote, clean wine brand. Oh, God, lose it. Oh, poor Cameron. She never gets a break. (laughs) Remember when she hid her pregnancy from all of us? Yeah. Remember Charlie's Angels? Barely. (laughs) Oh, the old one, yes. The new one, no, God. And finally, baby names parents regret the most and what they'd never call their children. Oh, yes, absolutely. That's right up this alley. I will news it and news it again. Woohoo! Perfect. Mm hmm. And now you tell me about the stories. That's not how this works. Okay. No. <laughs> First of all, you 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 news that the baker collects urine from a woman's thing. Yeah. So talk about gross. Um, an enterprising French baker is switching up her bread recipe by using wheat fertilized with wait for it female urine that she gathers from public restrooms. You heard it first on Drop the Subject. Yes, you read that right and heard it right. Public toilets, according to Louis Rahu, who is an engineer and self-proclaimed eco-feminist. Urine is a great fertilizer, right? Get- An eco-feminist? I've mm-hmm. never even heard of that. Well, now you have. Okay. She's an eco-feminist. Sounds like the weirdest planet here. Um, Raguette regularly gathers pee from female urinals in the 14th arrondissement en Paris. Basically, she's the brains behind Goldilocks bread, also known as Boucle d'Or. Um, so why is she doing this? To break taboos? Does that over- mean disgusting pee? Pea bread? Pea bread. She's doing it to break the taboos over excrement because that's what needs to happen. Um, According to a study by French Urban Planning Agency, nearly 29 million loads of urine utilizing bread could be made daily, which can save farmers 703 tons of nitrogen employed in their artificial fertilizers every day. Okay. So don't dismiss it as waste. Believe it that it harbors nitrogen, potassium, and other nutrients that plants extract from the social. So basically, uh, women think that pee should be treated like a gold mine. When you pee in the water, treatment plants remove the nutrients. So bring the nutrients back to the bread. So guys, get ready for some pee bread. Pea bread? I mean, hey, you know, bread is a big trend this year, and who knows I mean, Who knows if pea bread would be something that would take off. I, I feel like at this point I would still say no, but you never know with the way the, the, the months and the days are going. Um, I don't understand really how the thought of, oh, we need to break the mold and the stereotypes around excrement. No. I really thought that those were pretty accurate. Like, there are a lot of things where you're like, that's a misconception, but I think our conception around excrement is pretty pretty right on. It's called waste for a reason. We don't need it. Right. And when it comes to excrement, you're either, you're in or you're out. 
Yes. God, I knew you had it in you. Okay. Or out of you. Who knew? I got I got it. All right. And the second one you said yes to or news to is about parents and their names for their children. Every parent knows how hard it is to decide the name of their baby. But some parents regret naming their baby months after the baby is delivered. Um, according to a survey, 73% of 5,842 Brits they surveyed have better names <laughs> for their kids after actually naming them. The biggest reason for regretting their choice was because they felt their child didn't suit it as they got older, which is unfortunately something that no one can predict. Now, some of the survey, uh, the third of the parents also knew that they didn't give enough thought to their children's names. Other reasons that the parents regret their baby name choice include, my partner picked it with 48%. My <laughs> My friend picked the same name for their child, 37%. They get teased for it at school, sorry, Willie, 32%. <laughs> and finally, a celebrity named their child at 26%. Now, I want you to guess, topping the list of the boys and girls' names parents most regret, um, I want you to guess which, give me a boy's name and a girl's name for which you think they most regret. All right, 100%, it's going to be... Donald for boys. Oh, interesting. Karen for girls. See, I think this is the American version. But I don't see, I don't think Donald and Karen are very 2020 hip. Okay, then it's got to be like weird names like Onyx. Close. The boy's name is Hunter. <laughs> okay. And the girl's name is Aurora. Oh, well, Aurora, it definitely sounds good when you say it before the baby's born. I, I would agree with that. But then Aurora. I would also say that there are other Aurora. Well, I'd I also say words beauty. that be. Yeah, I do, too. Yeah. And I'm sure that's where it comes from. And then they're like, you know what? This is just too many vowels. Aurora. Yes. Just Aurora. 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 It sounds like Especially a dog trying to say I love you. Aurora. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you had it in you. Happy oh, endings when you oh, come oh, back. Oh, 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 oh. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject with Allie Johnson. Thank you for hanging out with us today. And thanks to Justin Martindale for uh, taking time out of his day. Busy. So many plans. Put on a shirt and mm -hmm. hang out on Zoom for a few hours. It's been a pleasure. And hopefully we will have you back in before you know it. Yeah, I hope so. This was way fun. Yeah, and it's gonna be back in the back in the studio, um, no, Zoom room, no. X nay you know. on the studio. <laughs> uh, all right, let's. Uh, so we talked about a lot of things today. We <clears throat> talked about a second lockdown, how it would change. Mm -hmm. We talked about uh, a softball player coming out of the closet, revolutionary. Mm -hmm. We talked about scams. We talked <clears throat> about gay pride <clears throat> leaving WeHo. <clears throat> We yeah. talked about Airbnb and Red Lobster being douchebags. We learned about landscaping and manscaping. landscaping. We learned about squirrels with bubonic plague. We did a Google trend game and we talked about TikTok lesbians and more. The question here <laughs> is, what does it all boil down to? It is happy endings. This is the moment where we get to take something that maybe was a bummer town story or kind of had a negative connotation. We turn around and make it positive. We give you a silver lining to take into the rest of mm -hmm. your day. Justin Martindale, do you have a happy ending? You know, I really do. And thank you for that thorough rundown of, of all the topics to refresh my memory um, of what we discussed today. But you know what? 
in these uncertain times, that's mm. what we call them nowadays. I know, every, commercial, nice every commercial, every commercial, unprecedented, unpre- this uncertain, uncertain times we live in. Um, I have a 2020 bingo card and mm-hmm. I was missing one thing. I had murder, murder hornets. I had earthquakes. I had wildfires. Um, I had celebrity deaths. I had um, political bumblings, mm-hmm. but I was missing my center square. And that is bubonic plague squirrels. Yeah. And that's always, that's usually a free space, but in 2020 bingo, it's not. So just when I thought I hadn't seen everything, I was just kind of like, you know what we're missing? We're missing a bubonic plague squirrel and especially in Colorado. So that's fantastic. Um, But again, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of this squirrel for finding its truth. Um, I'm proud of this squirrel for, you know, living its best plagues life. Mm -hmm. Um, Stay where you are, squirrel. Yeah, just chill in Colorado. Just chill Mm -hmm. in Colorado. Um, Rent is really high here and, you know, you can't afford it. But um, this definitely helped numb some of the, uh, of course, of 2020. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I'm, because everything now I look in the news and I'm just like, okay. Oh, yeah, why not? Oh, a black hole that eats planets close to ours? Perfect. Yeah. You know, what else? You know, bring it, bring it, bring it. So a bubonic squirrel is definitely something that I'm like, good for you, squirrel. Just get right in there on 2020. Get entangled with your plague self. (laughs) Yeah, as Jada would say. That was my, that's my happy ending. I hope that the squirrel finds peace and solidarity and just kind of chills out in Colorado for a bit. Yeah. And, you know, I'm I'm a little bummed out because I had bubonic plague uh, rat and and not squirrel. So uh, I was just like, oh, oh just yeah. missed it. Uh, which is yeah. kind of a bummer. But I'm glad that it improved your 2020 bingo card. Here is my happy ending. Gay pride may be leaving West Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of a bummer because it's been there for many years. And 50. Um, yeah. 50 whole years. Half a century, even. And the the silver lining here, though, is that the streets of West Hollywood will literally finally be free of silver lining and confetti and penis-shaped... What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Streamers. You know what I mean? There's so much pollution and so much... um, litter that has literally littered the streets of West Hollywood for many, many years because of all of the things that we love to throw around in our gay fashion. And that's great, but it's nice that West Hollywood will get a little bit of a break from that. Well, I mean, you can always just go to Hamburger Mary's and get all that. True. That you can, um, but at least the streets will have a break from that, and maybe another another neighborhood in West Hollywood or in um, in Los Angeles will will be able to pick up. And pass the gay torch. And, yeah, like something you know. something subtle, like Silver Lake or Compton. Yeah, I'm all about it. I'll go <laughs> wherever. All right. Well, it's been a pleasure hanging out with you, Justin. Me and you too, can continue. Yeah, so you can t- uh, continue to follow the show at DTS Show on Twitter and on Instagram. And we will see you for a brand new show tomorrow. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.